Hey guys, Roger here and welcome to episode one of the podcast. In this episode, I'm talking to Elijah, who's an awesome guy with a technology-focused YouTube channel. So, Elijah, how are you? I'm doing great. Thank you for asking. How are you doing? Yeah, really good. Thank you. Really good. And thank you so much for agreeing, you know, to be on the podcast. Yeah, it's an honor to be here. Thanks for inviting me. No, not at all. Not at all. It's really, really good. Uh, so, obviously, today we're going to talk about audio, why it's important, and also how you can improve it. So, if you're ready, let's go. So people take audio for granted and obviously good audio is so important. You know, when you think about films and even television programs, I mean, they put an incredible amount of effort into audio, obviously. And I think for us that have YouTube channels, you know, we should at some point, maybe not at first, but we should at least have audio in mind as we as we grow and we progress, uh, you know, and we start to create more content. So I mean, I know that you're quite into audio, Elijah, aren't you? Have you sort of been creating content for long on YouTube? And how have you found that your audio has, you know, changed over that time? So, uh, yeah, I first started creating content on YouTube um, back in 2011. So it's been about eight years now. Uh, since then, a lot of videos have been taken down due to them not fitting the theme of my channel. But my first video that is public um, now was posted on January 3rd of 2015. So it's been about four years since I started the Tech Infusion brand, if you will, on YouTube. Um, but before that, I made random videos, anything from gaming, stop motion, or even guitar videos. But yeah, for when it comes to audio, it's over the years, I've seen how much my audio has grown and how the quality has changed. And it's really, really incredible to see. And I really do take audio seriously because I believe that it's 70% of the experience when you're watching a video, because if you have a video that people can't hear and understand what you're saying then what's the point of them watching it at all you know so absolutely i mean you're you know i watch your content all the time of course because i'm a regular <laughs> you know and and your audio is really really good it is very good and and not just your audio obviously everything's very oh, nice you. your your video quality no honestly you know the quality of your work is very very nice honestly so uh, but audio is something that i i mean i feel that it's very important but when you start YouTube, as you said as well, when you start, um, there's so much to to learn and to grasp. You know, audio is not always one of the things that, that people have no. at the front of their mind, you yeah, know? exactly. Um, and you really notice a difference, I think, w with your content now, your audio definitely. Oh, for sure. Uh, I mean, yeah. Uh, so, you know, you, you said you got some videos on the channel Um what what sort of what was the guitar stuff about? What was that about so that you had on there? I, I played guitar for about nine years, I think now. Um, oh wow! Yeah. Okay. So I kind of just started off like videos. That's how I got into editing, uh, along with like the weird short films I made as a kid. But I would just film myself playing the guitar and do tutorials of that, and do like covers of certain songs and things like that. So that's kind of how I got into video. Yeah. That's really good. Yeah, that's really good. So you have you did you say you've still got some of those live on the channel now? I don't have any of those live. They are all unlisted, but <laughs> hmm. I wonder if I could persuade you to make some of them publicly visible. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, okay, no, that's cool. So okay, let's talk about audio equipment then. I mean, what did you when you started your channel then? 
um, you know, and you were quite new to it all. What did you use for audio? What did you start with? So I, I started off with the on-camera mic and I know that sounds horrible, but not knowing what I was doing at the time, I thought it was a good idea. And it was a little point and shoot uh, Sony camera that only filmed in 720p. It was really crappy sound quality. But for that point at the channel, it, did, it got the job done. So I can't complain now looking back, you got to start small and just grow as you go. But at the time I thought I was making the best videos ever. And now thinking about that, I just have to laugh. <laughs> but even <laughs> just looking back over these four years, it's incredible to see the sound quality change. Um, after the built-in mic uh, on the camera that I use, I upgraded to the Samsung Go mic. Um, oh, so you yes. Could call that, yeah, you could call that my first piece of official audio equipment. Um, when I first got that, I plugged it in, set it all up, and recorded my first video, and I was just amazed about how like how well it got improved. It was just crazy to me, but even then, now looking back, that's not a great mic, but it was still an improvement from the in-camera mic. So, Absolutely, absolutely. And so you've progressed again, obviously, from there. So what what do you use now on the channel for, for your audio? What sort of equipment do you use now? So right now, um, I record all of my videos with the Rode NTG4 Plus uh, shotgun microphone. It sounds like a microphone double its cost, which is one of the reasons I picked it up in the first place when I watched all the reviews about it. Um, to record that microphone, I use the Tascam um, DR60D Mark II. Um, really like it. It has a really good preamp. Uh, it provides phantom power to my microphone, so I don't have to run batteries or anything like that. So it's pretty cool. I think Rhodes do have uh, a very good reputation, don't they, obviously, in the world of audio? Yeah. Um, yep. I mean, I've used a few mics over the years as well. Um, I, I like the sound of a condenser mic, I'll be honest. Mm-hmm. I really do. Um, but I've tried a few Rode products as well, like that, you know, they have their lav mic. I've, I've used mm-hmm. some of those, but I think the shotgun um, is probably a good option for me in the future. So I'll definitely be sort of looking into that. Yeah. For the price, you're getting a product that really outperforms many other shotgun microphones, especially in that same price range. Actually, before I used the shotgun microphone by Rode, I used the Rode NTG uh, USB condenser mic. So I do enjoy the sound of condenser mics as well. But I just for the style of my videos, I decided to upgrade to a shotgun microphone. Absolutely. Yeah, you're right there. It's not always practical to use a condenser. And, you know, I've discovered that as much as I like to use a condenser wherever I can, um, mm-hmm. simply just for the quality of the sound and how close you can get, you know, to yep. to the mic. But um, yeah, interesting. Okay, so let's talk about um, uh, editing video. Um, what do you use, Elijah, for editing video? And let's talk about, I mean, perhaps hardware, software, but maybe that's changed over the years as well. I don't know. But what do you use now for, for editing your video content? So right now I use both uh, Windows and Mac. Uh, when I first started off, I edited in Final Cut Pro. So I was using a Mac, obviously. Um, So Final Cut Pro is really near and dear to my heart when it comes to editing software. But um, shortly after I was using Final Cut Pro, I began editing and I picked up Premiere and started diving into After Effects as well. Um, I always tell everyone that asks me this uh, that I enjoy using Final Cut Pro better due to the intuitive and user-friendly design that it has. However, if I do need to edit a super professional video with a ton of video effects and color grading, I usually go with Premiere. in terms of Windows versus Mac, uh, I do like them both. Uh, I see Windows as more of a powerful operating system, while Mac OS is better for people that don't know too much about computers and just want to surf the web or read emails and stuff like that. 
If I could get a powerful editing and a gaming computer from Apple with macOS on it without hackintoshing it, I would in a heartbeat though, because I just, I do love macOS way better than Windows when it comes to just overall use. I think you're absolutely right. And I get what you mean. I do get what you mean with, with macOS and same with iOS, I guess, as well. Um, the, everything is just very smooth, very easy, you know, easy to understand, easy to use. Um, For sure. But you're lim- you, you are more limited. Obviously, with Windows, you have the option to dive in and really get stuck in and, and you know, and make changes where you want them. Um, it's a lot harder to do that, obviously, with macOS and uh, iOS, for example. But, um, and, you know, you're using, I mean, I personally use Final Cut Pro as well. I think it's fan- absolutely fantastic piece of software. Really like it. Um, mm-hmm. And, of course, that has changed as well over the years, you know. that's And you, I'm sure you've seen that as well. The software itself has grown and it's got better. Um, oh, for sure, yeah. Yeah, I, I, honestly, I absolutely love it. And, and obviously, I use the Magic Mouse so I can glide very easily through the timeline. Just makes things for me mm-hmm. quicker, you know. Yes, I love the Magnetic Timeline. It's like my favorite really feature. Really good, really, really good. And that's the other thing I was going to ask you about. I mean, audio plugins and things, do you make use of those in Final Cut? I don't. Usually when I uh, edit in Final Cut Pro, I will actually kick my audio out to Adobe Audition, funny enough. Um, and I'll use their built-in effects and plugins in that software. Uh, but when it comes, yeah, when it comes to Final Cut, I would just use Audition. Okay, that makes sense because I've messed around with some of the, you know, the audio plugins and things, and I find I do find them some of them quite useful. There's also stuff in there that's okay. Maybe it is useful to some people. I'm not sure, but that you know, there's some plugins in there that I definitely wouldn't touch. Mm-hmm. Um, same with the other stuff like transitions and, and, and that sort of thing. There's there's a lot of stuff in Final Cut that I definitely wouldn't ever use. But audio-wise, I mean, I've found Final Cut to be quite good uh, if you're trying to keep everything in one place. Obviously, what you're saying is makes sense. And that's why, that, that's why it's quite interesting to talk to you about this because, you know, your, <laughs> your audio is definitely on another level. And that's just proof there that you take the audio out and you deal with it <laughs> in an audition, you know? So... You really are uh, yep. focused on what you're doing with the audio, so that's really interesting. That's really interesting. Um, yeah. Let me ask you, Elijah, what do you do? What do you do for a living? Uh, so for a living, I am an actual AVL engineer. Um, AVL stands for Audio Visual Lighting. Um, so I do a lot of live production work for like events and performances. Um, my job description can range anywhere from like mixing a band on a sound console to editing and finally finalizing a video in post-production. And I think that's one of the reasons why I pay so much attention to audio because I work with it every single day. And when you're down in a digital console like that, you're EQing and compressing and adding dynamic effects to the vocals of a band. And that's kind of like where I got my love for audio. Um, In addition to my day job, I do freelancing for web design, editing, graphic design, and things like that. That's really, really cool. That's really interesting. Yeah. Uh, so, okay, now it makes a bit more sense as to why you're focused on your audio more, you know, than, than a lot of yes, other people yeah. would be. Uh, but, uh, okay, that does definitely make sense. And, you know, that. so when you go to work and obviously you're dealing with, uh, you know, audio, uh, this is, I take it this is live performances as well? or Yes, most of the time. Um, like I said, oftentimes we'll be given a video project where I'll have to do some post-production audio, but most most of the time it's live, so yeah. Okay, and so do you prefer working with audio in a live environment, or do you prefer having time to sit back and you know be able to <laughs> be able to monitor what's going on before you end up with a finished product? What do you prefer? 
So I, I really like the dynamics of post-production because you can take the time to just perfect what you're hearing. Um, however, yeah. with with live production, you definitely it's like one and done. So it's, it takes a lot less time. Um, sure, you can't perfect it, but once you're done with it, you're done and you have the product that you have. And it's kind of is a good feeling that way as well. But I do like diving in and getting my audio perfect at the same time. So. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Have you ever, this is a question for you, have you ever had, you know, so you've been there and you're the audio guy for this really important live performance and has anything ever gone like really horribly wrong and it's live and you can't do anything about it? Like, you know, terrible feedback or have you had that before? <laughs> oh, I, yes, I've had that. Uh, when I first started off, I was mixing for a band and they were doing um, a set and it turns out their monitors were set too loud by the stage crew. Oh no! So yeah, so when I had them, uh, when one guy started singing pretty low, I brought him up, and he started feeding back because he was going through the monitor and then looping back through the microphone out to the PA. <laughs> it's pretty bad, um, but yeah, that's that was interesting. I can imagine. Yeah, I can imagine that was. Uh, mm -hmm. So, okay, so that's what you do for a living, and we know about your YouTube channel and stuff like that. What about yes. you? What about in your spare time? What do you do? Like, you know, how do you relax? What do you do um, when you're not working and you're not working on content for your channel? What sort of things do you like? So most of the time I am working, but when I'm not and I do have spare time, I do like and I do enjoy playing competitive games. Um, it kind of helps me de-stress. Plus, I kind of enjoy the challenge of a multiplayer game because I don't know, it just it's an area where I can build myself and build skill and, and see myself improve. Um, I do play the guitar as well, like I mentioned. Uh, so oftentimes if I do have a little bit more time than usual, I'll pick that up and mess around with it. So, Yeah, that's good. I, I play guitar, but it's Guitar Hero. That's the only, oh. <laughs> yeah, that's the only type yep. of guitar that I can play. <laughs> yeah. I'm quite good as well. So, you know, uh, yeah, yeah, we'll have, have to have a, have a go fun one day. fact, I've never even played that game before. No so. way. Yeah. Oh, you have to play that. It's a really, really cool game. So uh, Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah. So, okay, so you game, you like competitive gaming, you like, what sort of stuff do you play? What sort of games do you play? So the games I play the most, uh, Fortnite and Rocket League. Uh, I really like the building aspect in Fortnite. I know a lot of people hate it, but that's that's one of those areas where I can see myself getting better and improve on because that really changes the entire game, whether or not you can build or not. So yeah, I like the dynamics yeah. of both of those games, so absolutely and i i think with uh, you know really interesting because obviously you mentioned fortnite you play fortnite fortnite for me is a very audio dependent game well it's one of the uh they make what am i trying to say here they make use of audio far better than a lot of other games i think oh for sure yeah you, know, their, you can hear spatial surround is is really yeah. good you can tell they spent some time on it they definitely did, didn't they? So uh, perhaps that's one of the reasons why you like it so much because of what they've done with the audio. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Uh, so, okay, so this is really good. Um, we know a little bit more about what you use, what equipment you use for your channel, for your YouTube channel. Um, mm -hmm. What are your plans for your channel? Because I know that you've you've had it for a few years and you've, you've changed your style of what you're doing slightly, but what, what are your plans now? sort of moving forward you know with the channel yeah so the direction i'm currently going in is kind of like a tutorial channel um the whole reason i started my channel was to help people understand their technology that's always been my mod uh, motto so as much as i do enjoy product reviews and making them it's 
they're fun to put together. I've noticed I enjoy creating helpful tutorials and trainings even better. So I'm kind of phasing my channel into some type of a path like that. I still plan on doing the occasional product review, but of course tutorials will be my main focus. Um, really enjoy doing PC builds as well. And I'm actually posting a video on one right now. But if I end up making enough from YouTube, I'd actually like to look into doing even more PC guides on the channel in the future. So that sounds that sounds really good. Uh, something that I definitely yeah. watch, you know, because obviously I'm into that sort of thing. Um, but that's uh, interesting. And have you done? I think you have. I think I'm right in saying you have. But have you done anything on audio so far on your channel? Yeah, I've done a couple of tutorials. One I did um, teaching you how to like basically what plugins and stuff you should use in Audition. And then the second one I said. I named it how to make your audio not suck, basically going over every single aspect, basic aspects of making audio good for a YouTube video. So like the mics you should use, I did include some of the audition tips. I included some helpful tips with the microphone, like gain setting and all that kind of stuff and recording it and things like that. So yeah, I've made two videos, I think so far. So yeah, so that's good. And I would say, you know, listening to what you're saying now, listening to what you've said so far as well, you Obviously, you understand what you're not silly. You understand when it comes to audio, what you're dealing with. You understand the equipment. Uh, you understand how to use it and how to, you know, improve your audio. So um, what I think is really good for anybody that is listening to this uh, episode, you know, and, and they're listening to what we're talking about. I think it's great that they could go off now, have a look at your channel. Um, and you, the name of your channel is Tech Infusion, isn't it? Yes, that's correct. Yeah. So. I'll find some way to put a link or description or something of the channel uh, somewhere on the podcast episode so people that, you know, that are listening now can find that quite easily. But um, I think it's definitely worth people, you know, checking out your channel, uh, finding those videos about uh, about audio. Um, and, you know, if they're serious about improving their audio, check it out. I think that's that's what they need to do. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I really do think so. Um do you think what do you think about the current state of new YouTubers, um, people that have recently started their channel and their audio? I mean, do you watch videos and do you think to yourself, oh, wow, this audio is like garbage. This is terrible. Or, you know, do you think to yourself, well, they're new. They don't understand. I mean, I don't know what goes through your mind when you're watching, um, you know, videos that have have been recorded on a mobile phone, let's just say, where the audio may not be superb. What goes through your mind? So when I watch videos like that, I'm really understanding because I do remember where I came from. And I know just because I know a lot about audio now doesn't mean I always have. So I, I do think I do understand. Um, I more think more than like that. This video sucks. I think how can I help this person by reaching out to them or maybe uh, giving them a couple of tips on how they can improve. But if I mean, if you're making videos with a smartphone and that's all you've got, that's the best equipment that you can use. And that's that's the the equipment that you want to make your videos with because you know if you're making a smartphone video sure the mic might suck but it's still a video and as long as you can people can understand what you're saying as long as you're doing your best that's all that matters at the end of the day so absolutely yeah i understand that i understand that and uh and that's nice it just it just shows so so you're watching these videos and sometimes the audio may not be great and obviously it's good you're not sitting there thinking oh this is garbage you know in fact what you're thinking is Hmm, maybe I could reach out to this person and just offer them some advice, offer them some tips. I say, you know, maybe that's uh, that's a great reason then for you to have these sort of tutorials on your channel. That's that's good. 
That's for good. Sure. Really yeah. good. Because then I can just link them to a video rather than spending that exact same amount of time talking individually into each person. Yeah. So. And have you got any more plans, Elijah, now for more audio type tutorials and things on your channel? Do you think more of that will come in the future? I definitely think more will come in the future. Right now, I don't have anything planned, but I have a few videos ideas that keep popping up here and there that I could make, even if at work with sound consoles, that might be cool. So yeah, I definitely think more videos are in the future. So yeah. Um, okay. One other thing that I hadn't spoken to you about before this, uh, you know, this podcast episode started before we started to record this. And that's just something that's popped into my head. And it's basically talking about just very briefly uh, about microphones and, you know, what you use for things like this, for, for like a podcast, for example. Um, obviously, you said that you use a shotgun mic, a road shotgun mic. Um, I'm using uh, a condenser mic at the moment. What are you using, Elijah, at the moment? So I'm actually using the Scarlett uh, condenser mic that comes with the Focusrite 2i2. Um, it's not the greatest. I just sold my uh, Rode NTG USB mic. Otherwise, I would be using that. But I'm basically just in a stage where I'm upgrading my condenser mic. So, But I wanted a XLR interface, and since this one already came with a uh, microphone. I'm just using this. But in the future, I'm probably going to be upgrading this condenser mic to a higher quality one like the Shure. I'm, I forget the exact uh, model name, but it's the Shure microphone a lot of people use. So Yeah, I've seen that as well. And I can't remember the model name, uh, the, the name of it either. So uh, <laughs> I, I'm a bit stuck because I've used the mic I'm using now is quite old and it's not that expensive. It's a bearing. Some people call it bearing, bearinger, bearinger. There's lots of different ways yeah. people pronounce it, but you know what I mean. Um, and this is a USB condenser mic. So again, it's a condenser. That's good. USB, not so good, but it's just convenient. It's easy to plug it in and out, you know. Um, For sure. Yep. But this is something that I will need to upgrade very soon. And it's probably for the condenser. I'm probably going to go with the road, I think. Um, yeah. The USB condenser. Uh, but this has done me really well. You know, I've had this for years, this microphone. And people always ask me, you know, what, what mic are you using? So uh, it sounds really good. So thank you. That's good. I, I like it. It's, it's got, an, I don't know, it's a nice bit of bass to your voice. Um, and it's just nice and clear, I think. So I don't want to get rid of it. You know, I'm quite quite sad <laughs> when the day comes yeah. to to replace the mic. But Rode is, you know, on my radar. So, <laughs> yeah, I will say like replacing and upgrading mics, is it's an interesting process because when I sold my Rode condenser mic, I knew the perfect EQ, the perfect noise reduction, all the speech volume leveler, all the compressors I would need to use for my videos. And then upgrading to the NTG4 Plus, which I've never EQ'd before in the past, it was kind of interesting and in trying to get it to sound right. It took a couple of videos and right now I think it's at a point where I'm satisfied with how it sounds. So it is an interesting process. Absolutely. And I guess you could say the same thing with, with cameras, um, mm -hmm. you know, settings and, and lighting and, and it, <laughs> I guess it goes on and on. But yeah, completely get what you mean. It takes a while to get used to, a, a, you know, a new mic and how to set it up so that you like how, you know, how it sounds. For sure, yep. Yeah, it does take a while. Um, so every episode that I upload to the podcast is going to be roughly 30 minutes long. This one hasn't quite made it to that 30 minute threshold, uh, but I don't think there's any need for us to go on any longer. I think we've spoken about everything we wanted to to talk about on the episode. So, um, Elijah, thank you so much for joining me. I know this is... Uh, 
it's something new. Podcasting is not something I've done before. Um, and, you know, you may well have done this before. I don't know. Have you have you done many before? I have not. I've edited more than I've actually done. So, <laughs> OK, that's good. That's good. Well, it has been honestly a real pleasure. Um, I am, you know, very fond of your your camera work, your editing skills, your audio skills, really like your your work. So likewise, likewise. Thank you. I appreciate that. But thank you so much for being on the podcast. Uh, Have a great day and I'll see you soon. All right. Have a good day.